That brings us to another halftime devotional and halftime performance by our upward cheerleaders. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Dewey Doble and I'm the youth pastor at FBC Edna. It's my joy to bring another halftime devotional today and to continue to minister to all of our families involved with Upward Sports this year. As many of you guys already know, each week of practice, your children, grandchildren, and loved ones that are involved with Upward are learning about several biblical virtues, several biblical virtues that pertain to living the Christian life. During the first two weeks of the Upward season, we learned about the virtue of contentment from Philippians chapter 4, verses 11 to 13. And over the past three weeks, we learned about the virtue of respect from three distinct vantage points. The first vantage point, we look to scripture to see how we are called to respect God as our creator. The second week, we looked to 1 Corinthians 13 verses 4 to 8 specifically to show us what it looks like to respect our neighbor. And last week, we turned to another passage in the New Testament to see how God perfectly respects all of mankind. Those lessons during the Upward Halftime devotionals on respect and contentment corresponded with all that our Upward participants learned about during their week of practice. And this one that I'm going to give you today likewise corresponds with the third virtue they're learning about. It's the virtue of service. The virtue of service, the characteristic of service. And today I want to look at the key text that the upward participants have been looking at during their practice. And I want to apply it today for all of us to consider as well. The key passage is from 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 10. I want to read that text for us and make a few comments. Listen to what the Apostle Peter writes about service in 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 10. He writes, as each one has received a special gift, employ it in serving one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. In context, Peter is specifically referring to the spiritual gifting that believers receive after coming to faith in Jesus Christ. They receive a spiritual gift that enables them to serve the local church that they're a part of. But if we were to apply this text broadly, we find that All human beings, every person that God has created in His image, has been created, among other things, for the purpose of serving other people. To be others-oriented. To put others before ourselves. To consider and proactively seek out the welfare and the benefit of our neighbors. For honest with ourselves, however, though that is our divine calling in this life... If we're honest with ourselves, we find that we are a selfish people. We are self-absorbed. We are self-centered. We so often pursue the welfare of ourselves more than we pursue the welfare of others. And the Bible says that our failure to model the level of service that God requires of us in this life is sin. And that word sin simply means to miss the mark. It's to fail to live up to what God requires of us. As those who bear his image. The Bible says that the consequences of sin is death. Each and every one of us is going to experience physical death unless Jesus Christ returns first. We're all going to experience physical death at some point as a consequence for our sin committed against God. 
among which is our failure to model the kind of service that he calls us to model in this life. But there's also an eternal death that we face that the Bible speaks of. It's facing God's judgment, facing God's wrath for our sin committed against him. And again, something as simple as failing to serve others in the way that God requires of us is enough to condemn us to everlasting hell. To experience God's wrath, His judgment for our sin committed against Him and against our neighbor. That is the reality that you and I must face. And it makes the gospel that I bring to you today all the more sweet. We find in Matthew chapter 20 verse 28, the other side of the coin with what I want to bring before you today. Listen to what Matthew writes. Quoting from Jesus, Jesus said that I did not come into the world to be served, but to serve and to give his and to give my life, Christ's life as a ransom for many. Although Jesus was truly God who took on flesh and came into this world and and had every right to be served by those in his life. He put others before himself at every point in his earthly life. He was others-oriented. He was servant-minded. He was the perfect model and example of what it looks like to serve other people. But in this text, we also find He's a perfect Savior. He's a perfect sacrifice. He's a perfect substitute. He lived the life that you and I owe to God but have not lived. And He died on the cross bearing God's wrath in the place of every sinner who would ever believe. So that people like you and me, wicked and sinful, selfish people like you and me, can receive forgiveness for our sins and eternal life in God's heavenly kingdom through faith in Jesus Christ alone. And because of His perfect life and His death on the cross... And his bodily resurrection from the dead three days after his crucifixion. The Bible says we can have absolute confidence that he was everything he claimed to be. He perfectly fulfilled every Old Testament prophecy about himself. God vindicated his messianic ministry and life. And you can know without a shadow of a doubt that if you trust in Christ, if you would receive him as the Lord and Savior of your life, you will receive forgiveness of your sins. And the Bible says that upon being saved, upon trusting in Jesus... His spirit comes to dwell within the soul of the believer and begins to enable you to model the kind of lifestyle you've been called to. Not perfectly, but progressively being made more and more into his likeness. So you can learn, as we've been talking about in the previous weeks, you can learn and grow in your ability to be content in all of your circumstances, to be respectful of God and neighbor, and to serve others as you've been called to do so. I leave you with this appeal today as we prepare for our halftime cheerleader performance. I appeal to you today that if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you do not know that your sins have been forgiven and that you are, you are living the kind of life that He has called you to live, I just would plead with you to turn to Jesus Christ in faith, receive His free gift of salvation by faith alone and by the work of His Spirit. Watch how He will begin to transform your life into the man or woman you've been created to be. If you have any questions about what that looks like or of any uh, kind of question regarding the Christian worldview or what the Bible teaches, please come and find me. I'd be more than happy to answer any questions you may have. I'll be here for the rest of today and Lord willing, I'll be here next week as well. You come to me if you have any questions or concerns about eternity. I'd be more than happy to minister to you in any way that I can. But in any case, thank you so much for your involvement 
and upward sports and your intentionality to pour into the next generation here in Jackson County. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of the game. Now let's turn it over to our upward cheerleaders for their halftime performance. Thank you very much.